In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and a sign which will be spoken against. And yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The question that we heard today is important. What you think of Christ Jesus, that is essential to your salvation. If he is just a moral teacher, then why listen to him and not any of the wise gurus of ages past and those on the lecture circuit? If he is for you just a noble example of how to live, Why not emulate the host of people who have made positive differences in this world? If he's simply cute and pulls at your sentimental heartstrings at Christmas, why not adore the models that you see on Instagram or the cute cat videos or simply adore the syrupy sweetness of the holiday movies? What child is this? That's the question that the British poet William Chatterson Dix sought to answer in 1865 with today's hymn. What child is this? Now, he asked this question during a difficult time of his life. He was working by day managing an insurance company. At night, he liked to express himself through poetry, his passion. But his poetry changed again during a time of difficulty, when he had an extended, serious illness. He dug deep into the scriptures, into his prayers, and to other Christian writings during this time. And then after his illness, he tells us that his, and we can see it, his poetry changes. It's now concentrated on his Christian faith. And not only with what child is this, But we know, actually, our hymnal has four hymns from him. Two you might know well also. As with gladness, man of old, did the shining star behold. And also, alleluia, sing to Jesus. We still sing those today. I imagine that the rhetorical question of the hymn, again, is what Dix himself asked himself as he was lying on his bed, ill. Who is this Jesus, born of Mary? Who is he for me now as I am suffering, as I am ill? Why should I worship him now? And not any of the multitude of gods and self-help gurus and all the cute Gerber babies. What child is this? And the Christmas answer is this. Jesus is the one whom angels sing sweet anthems and whom shepherds watch and guard. He is the King of Heaven, whom angels adore and serve. He is the Good Shepherd, whom, who will shepherd his people, that's you, to green pastures and still waters. He is God the Son, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also born of the Virgin Mary, Mary's Son, worthy of all glory, honor, and worship. The Christmas message. But that message alone, as beautiful and as good as it is, 
doesn't quite bring us the comfort that God had promised through his prophets. Baby boys are born every day across the world, sometimes even kings. But that can't quite be it. Thus, in a startling turn of phrase in stanza two, the poet asks, Why lies he in such mean estate where ox and ass are feeding? His answer is that he is the one who enters into your mean estate, that is your lowliness, your being humbled, embracing you with all of this world's weakness, your failures, your messy and mixed up life. You need a king who enters into your mean estate, your humble estate, who is humble himself, not only worthy of the praise of angels and of saints who adore him before the throne, but one who enters into your life, who humbles himself to be born as you. You need a king who comes to be your substitute to save you. So the poets asked the, or answered the question, what child is this? He said, good Christian fear for sinners here, the silent word is pleading. He confesses that even from the moment of his birth in Bethlehem, Christ is the word made flesh, God the word made flesh, who pleads before the Father for you and for all sinners. For this reason he was born and for this reason he has come into the world. To bear witness to the truth that by his death on the cross of Calvary, he won for you full and complete forgiveness of sins. And not only for you, but for the sins of the whole world. Thus, the child that was born in Bethlehem, who was on Mary's lap sleeping, is the same child whom Mary embraced after he died for you who comes to save you from sin, death, temptation, world, and devil. He comes to win the victory for you, but in a way that is absolutely contrary to our reason. It's upside down. He suffered his wounds for your healing. He gives his life for your source of life. His suffering and death is your freedom from suffering and life. So the poet had us sing, Nails, spear shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. The same child who was born of Mary in the evening, under darkness, under the threat of death by Herod, is the same child who died on that day of thick darkness, the moon turning to blood, having been sentenced to death by his own Jews and by Herod. His mother received him again, but this time, (laughs) this time when Mary received Jesus, the sight of her dead son is the sword that would pierce through her own soul also, just as Simeon had foretold. What child is this? What do you think of this baby born in Bethlehem? 
What do you think of the son who dies upon the cross? It's the same question. You believe that Jesus Christ is true God, begotten of the Father from eternity and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary. You believe that he has redeemed you, a lost and condemned person, that by his suffering and death he has purchased and won you from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil. He didn't earn your salvation through the gold that any of the Magi brought, but he did this again through his holy, precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. That's what we celebrate this Christmas time. That's what the poet William Chatterton Dix had us confess, that he is the Christ, after all. He is the Messiah who has come to save us. He is the King of kings whose salvation brings. And his salvation is for all, whether peasant or king. And for this, how can we not rejoice? How how can we not sing with saints and angels? For the Son of Mary is the Son of God, the Christ who was born to save you, the one whom shepherds guard and angels sing. So we bring him laud, for you are his own, and you live under him in his kingdom, and you serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he has risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. Amen. Now the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.